The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to another video games to the max. This is episode 170, and we are the official podcast of W2Net.com, and of course in partnership with 41Mania.com as well. I'm your host Sean Garmer, and here with me, as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well, Mark, uh, anything going on with you? Nope, playing a few games, that's about it. <laughs> so a game that I know kind of snuck up on me, because uh, I kind of enjoyed the first one, both of us had it, uh, at uh, Hand of Fate 2. So is it yep. um, more of the same thing, or did they change it any? Well, I played uh, Hand of Fate 1 on PC, and I'm playing this one on uh, PS4. Uh, it's worse. Like, it, not gameplay. Like, the gameplay is still the same. Uh, like, still kind of the same aspect of, like, card-based adventuring and then, like, the Batman-esque com- like, combat. It, that's better, at least. Or at least it flows a little better. But, like, just technically, like, the game's kind of a mess. Like, transitions between cards, like, are, like, framey and audio is crackly for a while and i'm like what the hell is going on <laughs> yeah that was before they patched and i think it had i think it wasn't just one i think it was multiple uh patches that they had to do i had that problem where i would play a level or you know it would, it would do the thing where you where you pick the card and then you had to go fight and yeah it, it would be it would have no audio the entire fight and i'm just like and then it would randomly come back in later like it, it might come in mid mid fight it might come in after the fight's over like when the narrator's supposed to come back on i'm just like what the hell <laughs> like yeah it seems like they just never fix that uh they have, like, I, there was one patch, I think, and it did fix some of the crackling audio from the narrator, or, like, the, you know, the dealer guy. Yeah. But, like, the transitions from the cards, yeah, it's just terrible. Like, I'm kind of dumbfounded by it all. Like, I'm like, holy shit, like, what's going on here? Uh, but, like, besides that, like, I'm actually tempted to ask for, like, a PC code, because, like... I am going to give this game a lower score based on the technical problems and, like, the actual gameplay, and that's not really fair to the game. (laughs) Like, it'd be nice to compare and contrast, you know? But aside from that, like, it's more blown out. Like, there are a lot more, like, not stages. Like, well, there are more stages, but there's a lot more, like, variables. Like, you have, like, a helper now in battle, which is nice. Um... 
and there's a lot more quests and different like objectives to complete. So there's an overworld map now too. Uh, not really. It's just the overworld map is basically like what adventure you're going to start off on. Like you start, you have three, you have three quests, you know, like three levels. And then once you beat them, it opens up to four more levels. And then once you beat them, you know, you get more access to more levels that are all based on like the, you know, the Aquarius and Taurus and the lovers, like all those astrology signs. But. Ah, okay. Is, is the combat any better than? It's largely the same. It does feel a little better. Like it's not quite as basic, I would say. Uh, like it feels a little more responsive, but it's still kind of largely the same, like, you know, hit, hit the enemies until they attack and then you can counter them and, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's, it's really kind of disappointing to, to hear that the PS4 version has problems. Yeah, I assume, I don't know if it's on Xbox One, but I, if it is, I assume it has the same issues. An so. Xbox One version with Xbox One X support is also in the cards. Okay. I, I just realized that I have a press release asking if <laughs> I want a review copy for the game in my email that I don't well, ex- do. Like an Xbox One X copy, like that might work fairly well, but like yeah. I'm on a basic PS4. and Well, so I'm going to see if I can get you the PS PC copy here. He won't yeah. probably respond till Monday, but sure. we'll see. But like, it's it's a it's a cool effect. Like when you go into a card, it looks like a kind of like a warp effect, but not going at like eight frames a second. It's like each. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's incredible to me. They understood the problem the first time, they fixed it, and then they come with the second game and it has the problems that the first game had that they fixed. Well. There's two things. First off, like, in the first game, it was a lot more... You were, like, looking at the narrator for, like, most of that game. Yeah, uh uh-huh. And, like, the cards were all swirling about and doing, like, complicated patterns. That's gone. Which, that helps the performance actually a little bit. Because I remember... I think I saw a video of the first game. Yeah, because you'd have to look at him. He would do the whole thing where he would... uh, Like, have him fly around. Yeah, yeah. like and that, they would start I chugging there. Yeah, like, I don't see that at all. Like, I think they just took that out, which is good. Uh, but what was I going to say? Like, it's yeah, it's just not a pleasant experience. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully if a PC it's still a good, can be... It's, I mean, it's still a good game, though. Like, I mean, if you can get... If you can kind of ignore that, then, you know, go for it. So all the positives from the first game are still there. Yeah. yeah. And if, if anything, like, the additions of, like, your side character actually does help quite a bit. Like, flesh it out just a tad. Well, that's good. So, like, do they... It's just an AI character that helps you in battle? Yeah, or? like... Uh, I've unlocked three so far. One is like a ranged, uh, like magic user who can create like a magical shield around you, which is helpful. Uh, another guy is like a, a melee fighter who can charge into battles, like charge, you know, charge at enemies and knock them down. A third is another melee guy or melee woman actually, but I think she does something different. So, 
and then they each have like their own side quests, and once you complete them, they like level up and get different abilities. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, because I always felt like you it could use having an an extra character or something to help you out. So that's good that they realized yeah. that. Yeah, the first game was pretty brutal about like combat. Like they could get pretty punishing. The one diff- the one noticeable difference I remember from the first game is in this game you can essentially camp any at any spot and at camp you can buy equipment and food. Okay. Like it's not infinite like you'll run out eventually, but like right. that was a big requirement in the first game or you know a big worry is you need to have you enough had food. had to like luck into Yeah. So it doesn't feel like it's luck sometimes. Oh no, it it's feels still, less like luck. And it's still there's still a lot of luck, and it's still like a lot about like how you construct like your decks, but like the actual nuts and bolts gameplay is a little more approachable. <laughs> okay, that's so improvements aside from the graphical thing. That's that's good then. Uh, yep. So you're. Also playing at Schoolgirls versus Zombies, if I got the name of the game right. Uh, school Schoolgirl versus Zombie or Schoolgirls Zombie Hunter, I think that's okay. what it's called. Uh, I bought. I, I didn't buy it. Like <laughs> saying that right right from the start. I'm getting I'm yeah. doing that for review. Uh, I'm reviewing that game because a friend of mine did buy it. He actually is a fan of those games. Uh, and he wanted someone to play it with. So I was like, all right, well, I can review it. Uh, if you want to get me PS Plus, you can do that. He was like, sure. <clears throat> and then he did it, and then that game doesn't have online co-op. <laughs> it has, wow, that's weird. No, it has online co-op, but not for campaign. It has like a, a series of missions for online co-op, which oh, okay. are different than the main game, for sure. So... Basically, Schoolgirl Zombie Hunter is a Onichimbara game. Like, it's a bikini, okay. you know, teenage girl, bikini-clad, gun-shooting-zombies game. Like, so it's dumb, it's ugly, It's has the production values of a PS2 game. Yeah, I saw the... Produ- when I saw the production values, I was like, yeah, not even... The con- like, the initial control scheme made absolutely no sense whatsoever. They defaulted X on, like, the PS4 controller to be zoom-in on, a, like, a rifle scope. And it's like, who would do this? <laughs> who in their right minds would do this? And, like, X, I, I forget what Circle, I think Circle was, I think, Evade? Uh, and, like, Run and Jump were on L2 and L1. And it's like, no. This is bad. <laughs> Uh, so the two, th- two stories I'll talk about is the online is nuts because the zombies move incredibly fast. Uh, it's, the game is full of lag and me and my friends spent most of last night and today. So the zombies break- are fast and it lags. So I can imagine yeah. that's a pain. Yeah. That's, that's a nice double, double, double whammy. <laughs> and like in the game, there are in the multiplayer. There are exploding zombies, like zombies that like, run at you, and they're, they glow. So, and suicide you sh- zombies. Well, they don't... No, they don't explode at you. Like, when, once you shoot them, then they explode. Oh. 
Okay. And the, like, I think the goal, like, I, they aren't in the main game. They aren't in the single player at all. I think this, I think the idea is like you use those exploding zombies to like clear out the ma- the regular ones, which is a fine enough idea if the game didn't have lag. <laughs> so you'll shoot them and then you don't realize that they're closer to you than they actually are. Yeah, and then they explode <laughs> and take you down. Uh, wow. Yesterday, me and my friend played it yesterday. We hit a level. It was an outdoor like rooftop. And we couldn't beat the level. This was like our, you know, fourth time playing or something. And like we were still on, uh, like we just we kept banging our heads against it. And eventually we discovered on the rooftop there were three benches and like in the middle of the rooftop. And if you stood on the bench, the zombies couldn't attack us. <laughs> they they would jump at you, but they could not make the two foot you know height of the bench to like grab you. So you have fast zombies that really can't jump. Right. Much. And like another level was, I think last night also, it was a big open field. Uh, and it, like the levels are basically either, de- you know, stay alive for 10 minutes or defend, a, like defend a base for 10 minutes. And this, this level was like, stay alive for 10 minutes. And it was a big open, like it looked like a baseball field, but it was massive. And I basically st- stood behind a bench, and the zombies couldn't see me. Wow. Well, zombies are dumb. Yeah. And I stood there for ten minutes, and then the clock, you know, I completed the mission. <laughs> so are there different types of, uh, so is it all female characters? Oh, yeah. Or? there's. I think there's five characters. They have different abilities. Uh, like, one can find hidden items, like, one is a better healer, one is more melee-focused. You can press a button to, like, literally tear off your, your schoolgirl uniform uh, to be in your underwear, and, like, you throw your uniform out, and it distracts the zombies for a few seconds. So uh, even the dead zombies can't resist. But, like, the interesting thing is a single player is different. The zombies are slow, and they don't like run at you. They're barely they're barely a threat. And it's, so does the does it have like a difficulty level where maybe that's that changes it? it? There is a there is a hard level like a hard missions. I didn't try them, but I imagine they might be faster. But without that lag, it'll probably be easier. <laughs> and I had so one of those lag mi- even on the single player too. No, no, I said without the lag, like okay. I. Just, I assume, like, if you can, you know, if it's, you know, direct control and you can see what the hell's going on, you can, it'll be fine. <laughs> so is the campaign... It's dumb. Kind of a st- the st- yeah, yeah it, I'm guessing the story's dumb. Yeah. He liked it. My friend, he played a few missions and he was like, yeah, I like this. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> go for <laughs> it. <laughs> it's working he for bu- somebody. I mean, he bought it for 40 bucks, so I'm not going to tell him any, I'm not going to tell him otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Well, but oh, and one of the missions I played single player, uh, I had four AI companions. Like the four other girls were with me, and the AI for three of them broke, and they were frozen in place. But the game kept going. Yeah, like instead of all of them following me, only one was following me, and the other three were stuck in a bathroom. 
which might have been a meta commentary for like girls' behavior in general, but I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna attest that much yeah, to the game. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Let's not go there. But that was that's funny. <laughs> oh gosh. Hey, but oh. yeah, it's a it's a you know dumb game. It reminds me a lot of like Earth Defense Force or like a you know subpar, which is saying something. Dynasty Warriors game, like you know. Jeez. That's all. Not Hunter the Reckoning. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I bought everybody's golf. Enjoying it? Yeah. I, I actually never played Hot Shots Golf before, so this is my first one. Yeah, I've heard that's the, the golf game like everybody seems to be liking, so... Yeah, it's simple. I mean, it can be challenging, but it's like very cartoony and like not realistic. Like what? Like there are normal holes. There are what they call mega holes, which are bigger, and then there are tornado holes where like it sucks in the ball. Oh wow! It's like all right. <laughs> like it's not it's not taking it too seriously, which is good because golf is boring as fuck. So. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's make it lighthearted so people don't get bored out of their mind with golf. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, I played some Call of Duty World War Two multiplayer. Uh, it's broken, kind of, and but it's multiplayer. So what do you like? You shoot guys and rank up. <laughs> At least the uh, microtransactions are delayed right now. So. Yeah, like, there's one thing, and the, they haven't, what they call it an HQ, like their headquarters. It's supposed to be a social space, but they turned off other players. So, you load into this thing, and it's empty, and I have an objective to, my objective is, commend a fellow soldier. And I'm like, I, I think you're supposed I to do that. can't do that. Yeah, it's like, I think you're supposed to do that in HQ, but... There's no one else around. Like, I tried hitting buttons on, like, the, you know, victor, you know, win-lose screen, and nothing happened. I'm not, where, like, I can't do it in a gameplay or, you know, in a, in a round. Like, right. what the hell am I supposed to do? But this, uh, and in the HQ, there's a, what they call a gunsmith. And he's supposed to, like, he's supposed, I think he's supposed to sell you, like, paint skins and, you know, paint decal, like, crap like that. And, it just says coming soon or coming later. <laughs> so the, are you finding the, that you can just kind of camp out somewhere and, and shoot the spawning dudes? Or? Uh, not really. Cause people, the spawns, uh, there's no spawn zone really. Like there is in the beginning, but like once the match starts going, like the, the spawn zones move around, like where your, I think where your squad really is. Like where other players are, so like if there's like two or more players like in an area and you die, you'll likely spawn near, near where they are, which I mean can be good but can be bad because I mean if they're getting slaughtered, right? It's like, uh oh. <laughs> so do you find is it similar to all the other ones, or is it easier or harder? Or? I mean, it's. <laughs> It's just the same. Like, I mean, they have crappier weapons. Uh, you know, kill streaks, level like weapon levels. 
they have a really labyrinthian unlock system where you have uh, armor, like, credits to, like, buy stuff with, like, contracts and, like, little objectives to do and, like, missions. There are tokens to buy weapons with, and then there are loot crates to, like, outfit your guy with. And it's like, this is all complicated. <laughs> and it didn't need to be. <laughs> Sounds like they just overdid it. Yeah, I mean, it's not as bad. I mean, we'll get into it, but it's not as bad as, like, Battlefront 2. But it's almost approaching that level. <laughs> uh, we'll see when they start adding more stuff into it. I'm sure I mean, you yeah. can't upgrade your social rank or whatever right now because of the HQ thing. Yeah, like, that's the objective I'm stuck on because it's like, I, I, I can't do that. I completed the other two, and it's like, all right, well, what do I do now? <laughs> I guess you're stuck with not anything right now until they fix that, which is weird because usually the breaks happen later, not, like, at the beginning with Call of Duty. But, eh, at least uh, they know about it and they're... You'd think they're trying to fix it. Apparently, you can, like, invite someone into your HQ, like, if you have a friend or something, right. you know, playing the game, but no one else is playing it on my friends list, so I'm kind of screwed. <laughs> well, <laughs> I am, uh, I played Super Beat Sports some more. That doesn't change, just gets harder. And, uh, I got Pokemon Ultra Sun, because uh, I had a $15. Out of all the points I've accumulated, I had I got $15 off on it, and I was like, oh, maybe it'll stick this time. Uh, so it adds 100 more Pokemon than the Sun version. Uh, all the legendaries are the same, and all the exclusives are the same. Uh, so if you bought Sun or Moon last year, you could technically buy the other one this year get all the new stuff and still trade in between and you don't have to, you know, go find somebody that has the other game. You could just have them yourself and trade, you know, trade the, the exclusives back and forth. Uh, they also add this wormhole that you can go into. Uh, there's requirements for them, but you can get legendaries from all the other games uh, going in there. So that's that's kind of cool that they added that. That's the first time they've ever had that in a Pokemon game. And uh, they add some different things to the story. Uh, the best part is they streamlined the beginning, which the beginning felt like it took forever on when I played Sun last year. Uh, thank God I felt like it only took like 15 minutes to get my starter instead of like five hours. Uh, and it felt like a better... Ex I, I kept wanting to play instead of being like, oh my god, how can I turn this off? Uh, so that, that, That's yeah. how I feel about uh, Twilight Princess and Zelda Twilight Princess. <laughs> it takes... Yeah, and uh, Kingdom Hearts too. <laughs> yeah. It takes too long. But, yeah, I, I mean, it's Pokemon, and they the good thing is that they streamlined it, and it, it gets you roaming faster and everything else but i i liked a lot of what sun did last year i know there's a lot of people that don't like the whole they took away the gyms and made it to, to where you have the thing with the kahuna and the and the 
like the trials or whatever that you do. I know it sort of made the game like shorter in a way, but I think most people don't. I mean, I play it for the story, and I don't really do the breeding and all that other stuff. I kind of quit after you beat the Elite Four or whatever the equivalent is for Sun and Moon. But, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of people that, that battle and end game, do the end game stuff and all that. You're not really sitting there doing that for the story, so. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is uh, on that, but. Yeah, I, I, if you didn't get the game last year, I'd totally recommend getting it uh, now. If you didn't get the other version last year, you can always uh, use that as uh, the excuse as well. Uh, we have two people that have Battlefront 2. I mean, it's this, we're recording this really late. It's like 2.30 in the morning. Uh, so obviously neither of the two people could be on because they... Well, one of them works right now, and the other one is, you know, he's normal, and he sleeps uh, at this yeah. hour. So, yeah, so maybe, I don't know, next time, or... I doubt, like, like, that's not a game I particularly want to hear about. So. Yeah, I mean, plus, I mean, we probably, from having to read about the controversy and the issues with the multiplayer you pro- you pretty much had to read about the game itself so and, and you know let's be honest not a lot of changes from last year other than adding the campaign which well, sounds terrible <laughs> yeah which is built off of multiplayer maps and they just added to where you can play with some of the heroes and uh, the care you know you have your own that main character that that you control and stuff, but it's just, ah, yeah. So I think you, I think you only control her for like forty percent of that campaign. <laughs> yeah, most of it is her, but they let you play with some of the heroes just so that you know. I guess it encourages you to want to unlock them in the multiplayer. Speaking of, I, I feel like we're really late to the party on this. So I'm sure if you listen, which I know I'm sure you listen to other things, uh, besides us or read everything else uh, you are you're probably tired about hearing about this by now but yes uh, EA went through an entire just up and down with Battlefront 2 and their microtransactions and if it costs too much to buy hero characters and all this stuff turns out as you would expect with the last Jedi coming out Pretty much a month from now, Bob Iger and people at Disney got on the phone and was like, hello, what is this about problems with this game and people wanting to cancel pre-orders? Let's let's do something about this. And perhaps Disney coming down might have been the reason that they just completely shut off the microtransactions, period. To where you cannot buy anything in the game. You have to unlock heroes and unlock everything else. The problem came that when the game first came out, to unlock heroes would have taken you 40 hours to unlock, like, say, Darth Vader. And uh, even even to unlock, let's say, like, 
to play the 20 or 30 hours to unlock some of the lesser ones. Hell, you have to unlock the freaking character that you get in the campaign, which is stupid. Yep. But, you know, it's EA. Yeah, well, we talked about that a little last week, but the, the, thing, the new thing was, like, they just turned off the, you know, pay-to-win, con- like, credit or currency, you know, Friday. Well, like, they tried so hard, supposedly, not to take away all the pay-to-win stuff, and then turns out when the game comes out, still pay-to-win. Just in a lesser well, form. Well, now it's more hidden. Like you can't, you can't buy the credits in the game. You have to go outside. You have to go like to the marketplace and like search for them. Right. Like that's the only thing. But yeah, the game just sounds like screwed up from like all directions. Like they tried to nickel and dime people to like a super, like a heightened degree. Like if you think about like Overwatch or. Even like Call of Duty, like you can't, you can't buy upgrades to your character uh, yeah, that are like, in, uh, that that are in random boxes. Like, like yeah, and everything's buy... a loot box too, right? Like, so you get you unlock stuff, and then you have to get out of the game to get your loot box, open it, get your craft part that may have nothing to do with your character, and yeah. then. You know, I, I I do wish we had somebody, one of the two guys on to talk about it just to get this fixed and feel like we're not hating, but it's just. Well, I had, uh, I mean, I had a friend who bought, who bought it. I think he bought it Thursday or like he bought it Friday. He beat the campaign and he took it back today. They let him take it back. Yeah. Well, you know, he traded it in, he traded oh. it in, but he's like, I don't want to play multiplayer. Like, I bought it for the story. It's, the story's bad. And that was it. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be, like, that the best Star Wars games, they're, when they actually try to, you know, outside of Lego, that basically tries to, you know, give you the movie experience in Lego form, is when they try to actually do their own story. That's when they're good. Well, like, uh, I'd say the best Star Wars games, or like I said, I think last week, KOTOR, uh, Jedi Knight 2, Jedi, Knight, Jedi Academy is okay, uh, Republic Commando's fine, uh, and then, like, like X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter, but that's, that's pretty old, but right. there's still some reverence for that stuff, but it's not just retelling the same, like, the goddamn story from the movies over and over. Right, yeah, and that's... That's that's what's sad about this, and then you just add this on with EA, like, and it's like the really nuts thing is is like how fast EA dropped dropped this, and then also like you have to wonder about like the health of EA because I think like another thing was like their stock price dropped yesterday by like three percent, um, and like this year has been terrible for them, like Mass Effect. Uh, Need for Speed, uh, their basketball game. Like Need for Speed's not... been on. It's been out for like what a week and a half, and it was already on a half price sale. Yeah. It... Incredible like, to me. That game sounds more screwed up than Star Wars to an extent, because the single player is littered with those loot boxes. Like you can't. 
at least like this game, if you want to play a single player for like as bad as it is, you can like, it's a fart in the wind, but you can still do it. Like you don't have to grind anything out, but in need for speed, you have to grind out. Like, I think they call them speed cards to like upgrade your car to make it like viable and like leveled races. And it's like, that's fucked. Like, yeah, I think what's I'd wrong with you guys after that. Yeah. Like, I, they just, they, like, that company, like, was founded, like, you know, I mean, look at the name, Electronic Arts. Like, <laughs> that should tell you something, but it's be- become such a, a, you know, business, or like, nickel and diamond people to death. Like, well, yeah, because they, they feel like they have to make money on these games past the $60 mark. And, you know, when you got FIFA making what it's making for you on the, on the ultimate team and Madden as well. And uh, yeah, but not, not every game can support like, you know, the ultimate team or, you know, Madden team or whatever. Like they think they can, but I say, no, that works because, well, sports fans are idiots, but that also works because like there is some, there's a collectible aspect to it. Yeah. Like the whole, even like sports game, like sports cards to, digital cart like i mean there there is like that lineage there there's no lineage with a fucking loot crate in star wars <laughs> no yeah in fact i think you're you'd probably want your kids to enjoy star wars and not have to deal with the loot crates or even be tantalized to want to pay because that, that's the pro- okay the main problem with this whole entire thing that we've we haven't talked about is the progression system is so bad and so slow that it basically makes you get so pissed off that you want to spend money so you don't have to keep dealing with the progressive system. And yeah. then, so they took that away, and now all you're left with is this progressive system that they swear they're going to fix. The develop whoever at it doing that game that was in charge of the progressive system vows to fix it. And I, I just don't know. Even if they do fix it, here's the problem. This is just like, uh, what's that game that you and Daniel both liked that like nobody else did that came out last year? The indie nah. game for Sony that had all the problems. Is in no Man's Sky. Yeah, No Man's Sky. Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, so like it'll wind up like No Man's Sky and several other games that. Because they had really bad press at the beginning, if you fix it, no one's going to care after that. Yeah. And now we'll have to see. I know we've we've heard about the pre-orders going down. We'll have to see what the sales are for this because there's been so many games that get the whole, oh, we're not buying it, we're not doing this, and they come out and they still sell. Yo, yeah, this will this will sell. I mean, look at look at when it's coming out. It's coming out, you know, three weeks before the new Star Wars film. So of course it's going to sell. Like no one's no one's really going to care that it's a shitty game. Well, plus we have to remember, right? Like there's a lot of casuals that do not pay attention to this stuff that have no idea about what the problem is and all that. And I, I mean, you say that, but I think a lot of those people bought into the first battle Battlefield game. Battlefront, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, and they got burned by that. Like, that game right, was Right, but part flawed. of that was also because the season pass thing and all that 
not necessarily because of the loot boxes and no, whatever. but so, I mean, it, if the first game leaves a bitter taste in people's mouths, and they buy the second one and it leaves a, like a much more bitter taste, they're going to buy the third one at all. Like no matter what EA says. Oh yeah, I mean it's going to affect them when they make the third one. It's we'll, we'll see how they go about that, but that that's the problem. Is this progressive system inherently is bad, and then you you tack on all this stuff. Like you said, the worst part is that shows that all they care about is making money and they don't they they didn't have a direction for this at all is how quickly they went down seventy five percent on how much it cost for the heroes. And then they yeah. kept changing it. And then they put a cap on how much you could pay arcade mode and now they're gonna take that away because they want to give you all these different ways to make sure you get credits and all this stuff. If you actually had a direction and you had mapped this out where you say it's it's fair, you wouldn't be dropping the credit number because you would say, okay, we have a point to this. We're giving you 20000 when you beat the campaign. Well, now you're going to have to lower the amount you get when you beat the campaign because you lowered the amount for the heroes or whatever. Yeah. It's just... It feels more like somebody got in a room and said, okay, let's put it at the highest we possibly can, and then if somebody complains, we'll just lower it. I, there's some quote I think Kotaku said that, like, I think it was, like, Disney, or not Disney, EA originally wanted to make a basically Overwatch-style game. Like, all the cosmetics were in loot boxes, and that was it. But Disney, like, shut them down. And it's, like... That might be valid, like on its face, but look at how, look at how bad EA has done other games. Like, there's no way that you can take that with any type of grain of salt because it's like they do that with Madden, they do that with FIFA, uh, they try to do that with like Dead Space Three, like Mass Effect had it. It's like you guys nickel and dime people to death. Yeah, like, Mass Effect Three was the first one that really have it right. Yeah, and even like Andromeda still has it. No one cares, but Andromeda has it. Like I got a, I got an email like three months ago saying like join the fight in Mass Effect Andromeda, and I'm like, you guys are like, you guys are kidding, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> go screw yourselves. <laughs> no, but and no, seriously, it's just it's amazing to me how this is blown up and. And EA is now sitting there trying to put the blame on somebody else, and and now they're trying to say, oh, well, we're going to fix it, we're going to do this, we're going to, we're we're temporarily taking away the microtransactions so that, you know, people basically so that once this blows over, they'll just put them back in, and people will stop talking about it. Well, it's uh, like the website Giant Bomb has a annual uh, game of the year category with it with its the title is hottest mess like the biggest disaster of the gaming year. And this, this is a contender like for sure. Uh, I'm sure it'll be. Uh, and it's, you know, it's that like it should be like, this is a, the only other analogy you can draw to this is like Microsoft backing down from the Xbox one, like all the connect stuff or, you know, the online DRM stuff, like how quickly they buckled for that. It's the same exact thing with here, with this thing. Yeah, because they and the only reason they did is because they saw the pre-order cancellations started coming. 
because yeah. because they have to secretly not let anybody in the retail space know that if you pre-order the game, you can play it early. So people started realizing this, just like they did when the beta hit, that, oh, there's problems here. Oh, everything's towards the loot boxes. Okay, no, I don't want this game. And they cancel the pre-order, and they, you get enough of those cancellations, and they go, oh, whoops, we better do something here. Yep. Just... <sighs> well, I don't have to play it, and I never will. So, yep. Don't out of sight, out of mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I'll, I'll never play it, and I have no like. If I got it, I might try it, but I'm not gonna seek it out by any means. Like I don't care about it. Maybe Star Wars to begin with, really. Free or something. Yeah, um. even then, maybe not. Probably not. <laughs> so, uh, Nintendo. I found out that once again the Switch is the number one uh, selling console for is this October? Yes, yeah, for October. And they themselves, well, also Super NES Classic is also the second best selling uh, console, so they get the uh, double shot again, just like in September. Uh, Nintendo is reporting Super Mario Odyssey is the number one selling game if you include digital sales. MPE doesn't really include digital sales. It's like up and down because they take them on some games and some games they don't depending on the publisher. Uh, so according to MPD, Middle Earth Shadow of War is number one. Assassin's Creed Origins number two. Super Mario Odyssey after that. South Park. NBA, FIFA, WWE shows up on here, number seven. Madden, Destiny 2, and Forza Motorsport 7 is 10th. So, uh, Wolfenstein 2 hopefully will gain some ground uh, when yeah, you get November, but... Ugh. That and Evil Within 2. Yeesh. <laughs> they had them come too close. Like, you cannot possibly come out with Super Mario Odyssey and Assassin's Creed Origins 2, much more well-known. I know Wolfenstein's been around a long, long time, but Super Mario Odyssey and Assassin's Creed have much more cachet with people right now. And you come out the same day, you're going to take a hit. You know, and Evil Within comes out two weeks before that. It's going to take a hit. Yeah, but I think I think it'll pick up for you know Christmas and you know for the future. Yeah, for some reason you're living under a rock and you don't know right now. Sony and Microsoft both have Black Friday sales going on, uh, and you have some a lot of these big games at for anywhere from thirty to forty dollars. So yeah. if you're looking for Christmas gifts or whatnot. They just have to introduce a uh, Sony like PS4 gift gift getting like Xbox just did. <laughs> or you could always just get them the gift Car- the gift card to the Xbox or PS4 store. Yeah, but say, that's just hey, buy extra, what you want. That's just an extra annoying step. <laughs> oh yeah, it is. The gifting thing is is much easier, uh, but. Yeah, at least this way you don't you don't do the whole I got you the wrong game and then you gotta go through that mess again. Yeah. 
Nintendo is also officially making an animated... I mean, this has been... I feel like we've talked about it, but Nintendo is officially signed a deal with Illumination Studios. They're the people who make Despicable Me and the Minions sing, uh, which I really enjoyed seeing. I'm not... I mean, Despicable Me is... They're good. I've never been, like, that into them, but, you know, they serve their purpose. So, very good studio credibility standpoint for Mario to make it step back into the movies. And they've apparently been talking for a year. Miyamoto is going to be involved and be a producer on the film. Another good step. Obviously, being animated or CG helps us a lot in that you know, they can take bigger risks and whatnot. But do you put it in a different category because of that? As in, it's still not a live-action film. So, you you know, th- does that matter for you? As far no, as being I... a very good... As far as being a good video game movie? Or... No, because I'm, I'm honestly, like... <laughs> I would say CGI or cartoons would work better. But the only one that has been good has been Castlevania. Like the Final Fantasy VII Advent Children's a terrible movie. Yeah. Uh, the Resident Evil CGI films are terrible also. <laughs> like, I think it could work. I just have to get the right people to do it. And they have to figure out a way to like resurrect Bob Hoskins to be the voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't think John Leguizamo is attached uh, to the No, series, I mean... So. It, It'd be it'd be nice if like they got Charles Martinet to do it, but you know like Hollywood to try to get it like some you know actually like well known voice actor or you know well known actor to do it. Like, it'd be like we got Brad Pitt to be Mario, and it's like don't please don't. <laughs> eh, God please no, that would just take. Like, uh, we got we got Angelina Jolie to be Princess Peach. It's like great. Another reason not to go watch it. Thank you. <laughs> no, not happening. Not 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 gonna do it. Just but as long as they're like, they just have to tell a good story. Like that's the important thing. Yeah, it it'll be interesting with Odyssey just having come out. Would they actually have like a Nintendo or a Super Mario like movie game that also comes out with this to kind of flush the story out more? Oh, I doubt, I doubt that. I don't yeah. think I don't care as much about that at all. <laughs> well, I, I w- you know, they could even do it for, like, mobile or something. It wouldn't have to be for Switch uh, or even 3DS, I guess, if that's still around and whenever yeah, it's going to come out. They can't bilk people if they just made a movie tie-in game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they say it's, like, kind of help to to tell the story more. What I, I mean, first of all, you have to know what the story is, but I, I give a lot of credence to the studio that's behind it. Those guys know what they're doing. So I would, I would hope that this turns out good and it can start out something for Nintendo. Cause I really would love to see a, a Metroid and I mean, they can do Don't Zelda work. right. You know. don't, don't worry, Netflix, Netflix is still going to do that Zelda series. <laughs> I wonder if this does well if Netflix starts trying to 
So like, hey, can you give us some, you know, we're losing uh, Disney and Marvel. Can you uh, give us some properties here in Nintendo? You know? I think, like, honestly, I think Castlevania worked only because it was a new take on, the like, the source material and franchise. Right. If they had tried to do, like, a literal, you know, Castlevania 1, you know, telling, it'd be awful. <laughs> oh, no, that that would not have been good. I, I like, that's why I think it, it it's actually a pretty decent anime is because of that. Like you just said, it's deviates from what you know so you can buy but it's yeah but it's still respectful of the material like that's that's what a lot of films like you know live adaptations fail to do completely like i I saw nintendo will learn i saw a tweet uh recently that that was like uh what's his name oh what is his name uh, Paul Anderson, uh, Paul W. S. Anderson. He, he, it was like his his video game movies are better than like the other ones, like you know contemporaries. And I'm like, yeah, that's still, you know, he's made one that's good not video game. Movie. Much. Yeah, it's like his one good video game movie, Mortal Kombat from fucking 25 years ago. I mean, he's been responsible for eight others that have been shit. So it's like. What do you want? <laughs> After, like, Apocalypse, I don't even look at the Resident Evil movies uh, as, as, like, part of that series. Because they just go way off the reservation after 2. Oh, so, I'm sure his Monster Hunter game is going to be real aces. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait to, for him to cast his wife in that one again. <laughs> she is not a good actress. <laughs> I feel like I liked her in, like, Ultraviolet. No, oh, God. There was people that were better than her. I mean, she's a bit part in Fifth Element, but, you know. So. She can be good, or she can be okay, but you wouldn't call her, like, a master thespian. Yeah, Yeah. like, you wouldn't call her a master thespian of any means, and then, yeah. Uh, Certainly not. Uh, you also uh, the the GameStop rental program that we had just talked about the week before it's already been suspended because somebody apparently didn't check their computer system. Uh, that, that, that's well, that's the rumor anyway that their computers are too old to like handle the rental like, program. How, how would you not QA this right? Like. How would you not go in the store and make sure that you can actually make this work before you roll it out? Uh, uh, it's, because it's GameStop and they're desperate. <laughs> no, I, I totally get that point. And there, there were people that actually got it, and they're giving a refund. They're giving them a a used game for free of their choice, which I think that's nice. But it's like. This just seems like a total oversight. Like, how do you not know that it works first on the equipment that you have before you just roll it out? I mean, everybody has the same equipment, right? So, this is silly. But, but I mean, it's hurting. This is in the holiday season where you could have really gotten subscriptions to this. Yep. 
instead of rolling out in February or March or whenever they're going to do it for real. <laughs> I think with the at, by the time you get to February, March, when you get the income tax stuff rolling back in, you might get a boost there. But yeah, this this would have been the time to do it. Just you know, do testing GameStop. That might actually help you. You know. But that I, takes time. <laughs> uh, stuff. It's much they, easier. It's much easier to just half-heartedly announce something and then cancel it and figure it out that can't do it. <laughs> well, speaking of time, a game that's been around for years on PC just recently showed up on consoles and has now been shut down by Disney, Marvel Heroes. Yep, bummer for me. <laughs> yeah, I know how much you enjoyed that game. The it reaffirmed my belief to never put money in a free-to-play game. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, does that really make you feel like you can't have an MMO without it having some kind of monthly sub then? Because well, like the only MMO that's like still has a monthly sub, like realistically, are uh, Final Fantasy XIV, which I'll never play, and World of Warcraft. Right. I think every other MMO is shifted to free to play, and like they aren't shutting down as quickly, but there's you still see some MMO shutting down here and there. <laughs> yeah, it's, but apparently, it's sad that they just put this on console and here you go, it's shutting down. Yeah, I saw a story about like some people are trying to get refunds for it. I'm like, yeah, good luck with that. That's not <laughs> happening, folks. Keep dreaming. Yeah. There, there are some allegations. Well, there's a few reasons this is shutting down. Uh, the CEO of Gazillion, like the company that made it, I guess uh, there are rumors that he, like, sexually abused someone, like, a, a few oh, years ago. Jeez. Uh, and it's like, yeah, I could see Disney want, not wanting to have any contact with that type of person. <laughs> um, pretty sure they don't. There was uh, an update to Marvel Heroes on PC, I think a year, like a year ago, um, that, like, dramatically simplified the game and, like, ticked a lot of people off. Like, I thought I was fine, but, like, really simplified everything about it. And, like, the player base, like, user base just got decimated. Like, Doesn't this happen with all MMOs at some point, though? Like, that's been the complaint for a while, for, like, a long time. And and all this where they, because they need more people to be playing, they want to make it as easy as possible for people to get in. I mean, uh, the thing about WoW is... They still have at least 5 million people playing, and those people pony up $15 a month, you know, so that helps generate income. Like, if only 400 people are playing your game, like, every day, and, you know, let's just say 20, like, 40 of them buy something, it's like, who cares? Like, that's not enough for, like, an investment. Right. But also, if you think about, uh, like, Path of Exile, like, let's say, you know, online Diablo style game just like like Marvel Heroes but Path of Exile is complicated as fuck and that has right now 8,000 people playing it so I think people like complicated games probably it's also that feeling of like you're part of a exclusive club or whatever not everybody can get in yeah right so 
Yeah, the total line of people playing Marvel Heroes today was 568. I'm sure that would have skewed dwindling with the announcement as well. So I don't know. Uh, they actually sh- uh, they, they took out the online like money store and they just put everything to like the lowest amount they can, which is I think 50 credits, and they just started giving free money away to everyone. So like the oh. first day I bought every character I, I own, I didn't own, and I'm just buying like random costumes and sh- stupid shit now. <laughs> well, that's that's nice. Just at least they did... you enjoy the game for the last bit. Yeah, I mean it's shutting down December 31st, which so it's like month and a half a month and a half away. Uh, they did that with PS4 also, but they can't do it with Xbox One because of Microsoft. <laughs> well. Microsoft yeah, like you again. That's... I'm looking at like Steam charts, like from Marvel, Marvel Heroes, and like they had a thousand people playing, like 1,500 people playing it in July, 800 playing it in August, you know, 900 in September. It's like these are not high enough numbers for people to keep playing this thing. <laughs> no, it's not. But I'm sure it's the other negative stuff that you talked about might have been. What like, has been the straw? Like Disney just all right, we're not supporting this. Apparently, also like they were working on. There was two other characters that were in, like in plans, uh, like Spider Woman and like a different version of Thor, and they like they announced them, but they never released them. And they were supposed to like release like a new patch, to, like make it more like the console version, which didn't get off the ground. And so it's like, yeah, I mean, it's a shame, but. And what do you expect? <laughs> yeah. is a free-to-play MMO, and Disney's been very particular about what they want their game franchises to be doing, so... I mean, I would... I guess with the closure of this, I would like to see another Ultimate Alliance, but I don't think that's going to happen. That would be so nice if they did. I really like those games, but yeah, probably not. Actually, I within think the past- for one... Some of these ones that they're making, that they're having get made right now, like the Avengers game, those would have to be successful, I think, first before we see anything like that. Well, actually, the past week I did try uh, Marvel Puzzle Heroes, like their, you know, Bejeweled clone that's free to play, and within, I don't know, an hour, I hit like the pay to win wall so hard that I uninstalled it. It's terrible. <laughs> Wait, so it, it just told you, please buy, please buy. Well, it's like, it's like, this is a level 30 character. All your characters are level 15 or below. You can buy it like a higher level character if you want to. It's like, no, I'm oh. good, thanks. I can, I can just uninstall this and never play it again. <laughs> so you can't level up the character to 30? You, you can if you grind it out and then... They get injured and you have to heal them, and the health packs are in a timer. Oh, God, yeah, that sounds like torture, basically. And this is not on mobile. This is on Steam. Like, I played this the PC version, and it was like this. I'm like, fuck this. Oh, also, uh, for Marvel Puzzle Quest, you unlock random heroes. You can't just say, I want to buy Cyclops, or I want to buy Iron Man. You click, like, I want to buy a oh, hero. Oh, well, yeah, because if they let you buy the one you wanted, you probably yeah. play the game less. 
I'd, I'd play it more because at least I, you know, care. I wouldn't have fucking, uh, you know, Wolverine in my party or, you know, a human torch. I have like good characters. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, but that's probably why I think it's just because if they let you buy the one you wanted, you'd only get that one character. And then when you got tired of playing, you may just never, you know, come back or whatever. I mean, most people have more than one character that they really like, but it's just, yeah, I, I don't know. They're, how they do all this stuff is just, it's crazy to me. But Yeah. Well, I'll never play it again, so. <laughs> but hey, at least you, uh, you got to test it out and see what it was, what it was like, though. Yeah, I wanted to try yet another game that's going to fall, fall away soon. <laughs> Uh, the Xbox avatars are delayed until 2018, which I like my Xbox avatar thing. Uh, I would like to see it come back. It's mainly they're just being more inclusive with it. Uh, there's complaints about like, hey, I'm in a wheelchair. Why can't I have my avatar be in a wheelchair? You know, I have, uh, you know, for the, to have like gender neutral clothing, all that kind of stuff. I, I think that's kind of cool. It doesn't cost you anything, and I liked it on the 360 to have my little avatar there. And I actually bought some clothes for him at, at one point when it's first coming out. So the only two things I'll say about avatars is the first thing is it's bizarre. It like the Xbox One didn't launch with them. It's like. What the, like, you had a good system, or, you know, you had a decent system. Well, the system. Xbox One didn't launch with a lot of stuff, and they had to patch it in later. Remember? Yeah, but even now, like, avatars, like, are kind of there, but not really. <laughs> I think they, like, they were testing to see if people actually wanted them, and then they kept asking in surveys and stuff like that to the preview program people if you really wanted them, and they kept saying yes, so they said, okay, well, we're actually going to try to to put them in, and and the second thing I'll mention is uh, the only thing that, well, the thing I liked about X, the avatars was you could some games you had like the avatar awards, right? Where you yeah. could like unlock stuff for your avatar in game, and that was cool. Like more, they should like make that a requirement. Like it doesn't have to be deep or anything. Like if you beat the game, you know you get a you know a shirt or a, like a hat or something. But have it mean something, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. I like that too. Like uh, you know, Rob and you get clothes. Uh, there was other. Games, I think like Red, you'd get a hat or something. You know, Red Dead uh, Redemption was like a big game that had that stuff in it, and I remember that. Like some of the Assassin's Creeds, you could get yeah. that stuff as well. It's it was it was a really it was a nice uh, incentive. Like I have sports team stuff on on my avatar, but yeah, it's. It was good that they kept adding more things to it, and it had a pretty sizable amount of like attire at one point on the on the 360. So it was uh, working for them. It was a way for them to make a few dollars here and there. Uh, and now, also, like, go ahead. Now, like Sony has their avatar system, which no one ever uses. <laughs> the picture. Yeah, I can't uh, believe they want people to buy that too. Oh yeah, I've I've seen them a lot now, like in that sale, 
yeah. that's up there now, they have like a whole section of just, hey, you can buy this avatar, this avatar. It's like, okay, we're going back to like message board avatars where it's like the pic- the one picture. It's like, no, I'll just wait till when I buy a game and they give me one for free and that's the one I'll use, like for Final Fantasy IX. So, yeah. <laughs> not not paying for that. But, yeah, they've also delayed the uh, Super Duper graphics pack for Minecraft till later next year. That kind it of looked nice. like it was going to happen. Yeah, like a, there's a, I saw a picture and it looked better, but I still don't want to play Minecraft ever. <laughs> but didn't you get Minecraft in the that Humble Bundle thing that you... No. Okay. That was uh that was Starbound. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, I I got Minecraft the Telltale game. Sorry. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's different. So did you get the whole like the whole eight? Yeah. Chapters. Season, like, okay. Yeah, whatever the fuck they called it. Yeah, the season <laughs> season one. <laughs> oh, the season one. Okay, yeah. I like that for part of it. It, it kind of got boring towards then, but it it sort of made me want to play Minecraft, so I guess it accomplished something. Yeah. Uh, the Final Fantasy XV multiplayer is finally out. I, know we, I felt like we've talked about this like three or four different times. Uh, it does let you group up with players so you can do missions and stuff and hunt down monsters. And you create your own character too, which I think is the the big draw to it. See a lot of people uh, really like that, and they are going to add in where you can play with uh, the main characters, including Noct or Noctis, who is going to be in Tekken Seven now. Yep. <laughs> okay, we're just whoring Noctis out everywhere. Square. Uh, I, I know that you want this to be the next like tentpole, and you're doing that with adding all the DLC now and all that stuff. But it's just eventually you're gonna make a Final Fantasy 16, and that's not gonna have Noctis in it. But I guess Unless they did that does. with Lightning too. So. <laughs> yeah, it'll be 15-2. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they would really. They would have to introduce new characters at that point because they they've done everything. With with those guys, I mean, I don't, I don't know where you can go unless they're just going to add a whole new story with them. So it's not going to make sense, but. Yep. I guess we've seen worse, right? Uh, they they could uh, they could bring his dad back from the dead or something. Who knows? Yeah, it'll be the prequel that no one wanted. <laughs> yes. Forget the movie. We'll make you a prequel game now, too. Uh, IO actually finally talked about the deal that they they got with the Square Enix, where they basically split the rights to franchises. They got Hitman and Freedom Fighters, and Square Enix kept Mini Ninjas and Kanan Lynch. Uh, I feel like IO won out of this deal. What are you talking about, man? You know Square is going to make like a Mini Ninjas like trilogy now? I liked <laughs> Mini Ninjas. There was nothing wrong with that game at all. I never played gonna, the Kane and Lynch games. But. Yeah, they're, they're going to port Kane and Lynch into Final Fantasy 15. 
Oh God, please don't say that. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> I, I could totally see them doing some kind of Kane and Lynch remaster. No, no one cares about those games. <laughs> I've been surprised sometimes at some of the things that get remastered. Like I thought, I mean, they'd the... never get those dot hack ones, and that's just part of the trilogy. That's not even the whole thing. The only reason people like know about Kane and Lynch is because I got like Jeff Kurtzman fired. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what happened? What I, I mean, that was yeah, that when was he reviewed. Ago, yeah. yeah, that was 2007 when he gave like Kane and Lynch like a bad score, and they were like advertising on Gamespot at the time. So it's like, ah, uh, you can go. <laughs> well, that's shitty. Like, aren't you supposed to be independent of whatever you're advertising? New management team that like they like they were they didn't know how to stand up to like advertisers. Ah, uh, stupid. And like they they quote I think he said like he talked about this a few times but he said like they had a problem with his tone and like for other like other games that were reviewed and he was like I I didn't review those games. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow, you can't even look at the byline before you accuse him of... That's sad, man. Uh, I'm excited for Radiant Historia Remaster coming. I really like this game on the DS, so I will be looking to pick this up on uh, 3DS when it comes out. Of course, it's going to be $40, but I'm glad that you're getting additional story stuff and whatnot. You... I, I never played them. Yeah, I, was nope. say, I don't think you've ever owned a, one of those. So, but yeah, definitely one of the better RPGs that came out for that Nintendo system. So, yay! Glad that's happening. Thank you, Atlas, for for doing things like that. They're pretty good about that. And Kickstarter is launching a Patreon system called Drip. There was. At one point, supposed to be for a music label, and because they was going to get taken down, Kickstarter decided that they're going to do it. It's invite only right now, but eventually it'll be available to everybody else. And I go, if you're going to do something like this, why not just join Patreon? But because they can't get money from pa- from Patreon. <laughs> probably. I, I mean, that's. I think this is fine. Like it might actually help in make sure that your product gets made. I guess if you're got all these people subscribing, right? Do you... Sure. I I think it's like a. It might be bad, but I just I think I just think about like something like Star Citizen. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's or the um that Eternal Darkness one that like never yeah, got made. Shad- Shadow of the Eternal or whatever it's called. Yeah, that flamed out. Or like that uh, unsung story, like the Final Fantasy Tactics thing. Or even Mighty Number no. 9, which did come out, but it wound up being not very good. and just. But then you do have, you know, uh, a Shovel Knight that's been very successful. and Yeah, like FTL uh, or Shadow yeah, Shadow. Run returns, or even like the double fine stuff. I mean, yeah. there are successful Kickstarter games and stories out there, but there's also a lot of misfires and 
like tragedy. <laughs> well, hopefully this puts things in the right direction uh, for Kickstarter. If that's the case, uh, who knows when we'll hear about Shenmue Three? But yeah, uh, never. That's, that's still out there. Uh, Multiple Man might get a movie. Uh, of course, James Franco could be the lead, uh, Asthmatics, and I, I know you were excited about this. Yeah, I like the character. Uh, he He's a pretty, like, self-deprecating, like, a character, or, like, sarcastic character. He was in a book called X Factor for a while, um, like, the, it ended, like, years ago, but, like, his incarnation was, he ran, like, a detective agency, like, there were, like, like uh, and everyone was like a mutant, and it was like the like C list <laughs> mutants. So, but they were a good team, and they had like you know good like personality. So, it'd be nice if they introduced that in like the second one. <laughs> hey, that's uh, lots of stuff with the mutants coming out. I, I view I view this as like a kind of like a Deadpool type of thing, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but don't you already have Deadpool? No, I mean, yeah, but it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Deadpool. But I mean, like, the, not taking it quite so seriously, like the X Men films do, or like most Marvel movies. <laughs> oh, okay, that's fine then. Hey, as long as it uh, gets made and people are happy about it. Yep. The spinoff to a spinoff movie for Spider Man. Morbius? Yeah. Sony, just stop. Why? Uh, because they have run out of ideas. <laughs> I I think their Venom movie is going to be a, a huge disaster. <laughs> oh, yeah. When even the... Hasn't the creator even come out and said it, he's not really happy about them doing this and he doesn't I wouldn't surprise me with it either like, like okay just look I get it like Sony wants to make money on that property and all well and good to them but yeah just, some some things just don't need to be done yeah especially like for Morbius like talk about like the most D-list character you can think of Like I, I, I want thought of this in the room. I just well, they thought, hey, vampires are cool, or they were at one point. So hey, <laughs> we have a we have a faux vampire we can use. <laughs> it's been I mean, like what almost ten years since Twilight. If they're gonna do a Morbius movie, I want them to do a black exploitation version of the Hypno Hustler. Like that's a movie I'd get behind. Hey, you know, they're bringing back Shaft. Why not? Yeah. It could work. Make it a movie trilogy based based around Stiltman. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they... Like Sony just says, I'm making, we're making our own Spider-Man universe or whatever. Well, they, start. They, have, they have the Venom movie. I think that's like filming right now. Right. They have this thing. They have the, they announced that Silver Sable uh, Black Cat movie, and they've 
they keep threatening to make like a like a uh, Sinister Six movie. So that is at least three Spider-Man spinoff films that aren't connected to Spider-Man at all. <laughs> well, can't blame for trying. I guess they want to make money off that investment and want to show that they don't have to sell it back to Marvel or something. Yeah. Uh, and then, or er, sorry, uh, THQ has bought uh, Biomutant Developer Experiment yep. 101 so that they can add Biomutant to their portfolio of games and, and make it one of their tent poles. apparently. Uh, there's gameplay of this game out there, uh, which actually looks pretty decent. We'll just have to see if uh, what what they make out of this. Yeah, if it comes together or not. <laughs> yeah, because there's so many times that we hear about studios bought this, and then five years later, oh, that's still there. Nobody's yeah. making a game with it, but hey, we bought it. Awesome. As you know, we'll see how long it takes Titanfall three to come out for EA with all <laughs> with all this stuff. And finally, a Danger Girl movie is in the works. Uh, Constantine film. Which, uh, I think they're the ones that made the, oh, I can't think of the name right now. Resident Evil? Resident Evil movies, but they (laughs) also made the, uh, Constantine, the films, uh, which I actually like the first one. They only Uh, made one. (laughs) Well, they were going to make a, weren't they going to make a second one at one point? It just didn't happen. Uh, I don't blame Keanu Reeves. He he got hit with John Wick and just kept doing. Uh, cool that they're making this. Uh, I feel like Atomic Blonde was supposed to be the female James Bond thing, and now we have this too. So it was until it bombed. <laughs> yeah. So we gotta. Like this. Re- this just makes me think of like Aeon Flux, like. All right. I mean, you can try to make a make a movie, but I don't think anyone's going to care. Which, ironically, both of those also had Charlie Theron. Yeah. <laughs> She's a very good actress. Just didn't uh, didn't watch well, those. I I didn't watch it. I apparently Tiny Blonde's good. I just don't think people saw it. I mean, you know, it didn't play around here. I know that. I probably would have seen it if it did. <laughs> I didn't think Aeon Flux was like, no, that's, that's, awful or that, anything. That's bad. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just not connected to the, like the the comics and all that. So I didn't. Well, no. And Flux. And Flux was a TV show. Or was it? I thought it had yeah. some kind of reading material kind of to do it as well, though. I I can look it up, but I don't think so. No nope, cartoon show. Ah, while you're they doing made that. A, they made a comic eventually, <laughs> but didn't they also like do a new cartoon show after the movie came out too? They're like no. on MTV. Nope. Swear. Okay. Uh, so yeah, they were light on games this week because we we're starting to head to the the end of the road. I think seriously, Xenoblade is like the the last vestige of big games, and then that's it. Uh, you might as well start your the game of the year 
uh, getting that nope. stuff together right now. The only thing I saw, like, which is dumb that I ever considered buying it, is they released a Kinsey voice like character for Agents of Mayhem. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, because they're just now starting to get the Saints Row. Yeah, and it's like it's too late. This would have been nice six months ago. Like, I mean, for me, it might be a reason to buy that ga- buy that game. Like, if I had the money, like, I if it it's at a red box for five bucks, and I'm like, I'd buy it at that price, but I'm not gonna pay thirty or forty for it. <laughs> the uh, so the games that are coming: Apollo Justice Ace Attorney, which is a remaster of the the, the DS. Uh, game, a Tiny Metal, which is an indie game. It's a military uh, turn-based uh, tactics mini game or indie game yeah. that's coming to all the. Consoles. That's like an that's like an advanced war spiritual sequel, I think, or successor. <sighs> advanced wars. I might check it out then. I miss me some. Well, I mean, wars. people like Fire Emblem more, but people are also idiots. <laughs> You can have both. Come on, Nintendo. It's such a lame excuse. Nintendo uh, should have just put like a fat tank in one of the Smash Brothers games. <laughs> the Azure Striker Gunvolt Striker Pack, I think retail version, is finally coming out. Uh, stick it to the man for the Switch, which that's kind of late. But hey, we got a lot of old ports coming on, on the Switch all the time. The Inpatient for PS4, that's like, I guess, the, the big game. Sort of. Uh, Planet of the Apes, The Last Frontier. Uh, Monster of the Deep, Final Fantasy XV. I would want to play that if I had a PSVR, because I like the fishing in that game. Uh, and World of Final Fantasy, coming to PC. So. Yeah, I, I looked at like the new release list, and I was like, great. Mantis Burn Racing is coming to the Switch. Can't wait. <laughs> you, play, you reviewed that game, didn't you? No, I, I think I tried, and I was like, this is terrible. I'm, <laughs> You're like, I'm good. No. I'm like, I'm not doing it. Just not. And the week after, we're getting the new hits of Resident Evil Revelations 1 and 2 for the Switch, and Siberia 2. It's like, great. Because they already got Siberia 1. Yep. Gotta, gotta, gotta make sure, get people caught up until they release Siberia 3. <laughs> oh, wait, you got... Steep Road to the Olympics coming December 5th, so, you know, everybody's going to be wanting to to play that. Are you going to get this Bethesda pinball? No. Because, I mean, <laughs> well, it's already out. It's been out for a while on, like, PC and everything, but I just don't like pinball effects tables. <laughs> uh, well, that's, uh, that's no good. Well, hold on. Didn't you have tables for the second one? Yeah, but I bought that in like a bundle, so I didn't. Oh, okay. You know, it was like buy, you know, spend six bucks and get forty tables. I'm like, I guess I'll do that. <laughs> like, yeah, if it's six bucks, uh, why not? So, yeah, you you have some things like Hello Neighbors finally coming, and all that. Yeah. Tommy HD comes out after. You know, December 12th. That'll buy, or I'll, you know, I'll try to re- get a review copy somehow. <laughs> yeah, it's only 20 bucks, so it's not not too bad. Uh, That's a not, long game, too. <laughs> hey, it's, it's well worth it for that price. It's not like, you know, putting Doom on the Switch for $60. Like, 
You gotta be kidding me, come on. And, like, Skyrim, too, like, really? That game's six years old. Like, what, what is wrong with you guys? The sad thing is people will pay for it. Yep. They're still releasing an EverQuest expansion. <laughs> what? Yeah. Why? Uh, hey, y'all. People are still playing EverQuest. <laughs> y'all are still playing and Tesselgrad is coming out of the Switch. Jeez, some of these indies. All right. So that is going to do it for us uh, this week. We'll be back probably around uh, the same day or so next week. And... Yeah, you know, enjoy the the games that are coming out. You know, if you're you're the one playing Battlefront two, and you want to disagree about our thoughts on the game, you know, hit Mark up at, at Humanity Plague at WTimSean for me. Visit that WTimNet.com, and uh, we'll see you later, everybody. Later. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.